Welcome, welcome, welcome to Interesting Enough. He is Trey Samuel. I am Nolan Todd. Thank you guys so much for joining us once again. Uh, If this is your first time, go ahead and do us a favor, like and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on. And of course, leave us a rate. Uh, We got an NFL preview, man. Trey, what's going on? How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good, man. How about yourself? I'm good, man. I'm good. I can't wait for Labor Day in a couple weeks. Football's back. Trey, football is finally back. We survived this summer. We've been talking about this on the pod about how it's a slow summer, but football's finally back. I, I, I don't know about you, but I'm eating up preseason. I'm listening to every story, every training camp story, who's doing well in practice, who's not, because I'm just like feeding for football. I don't. What does football do to us? I, I don't even understand. Cause I think I, I would view myself as more of even a basketball guy sometimes, but football gives me a different feeling. I don't know what that's about. You know, I'm, I'm more of a basketball guy too, but I like football, I think. I'm more, I'm more of a fan of the sport of basketball, but I think I prefer to watch football just because the stakes are a lot higher. You know, like for the basketball season, the stakes don't really get high until like March. And I don't right. care if you're talking about college or the NBA. So like, it's just kind of who cares at a certain point. And maybe we're just brainwashed too. You know, our, our society, it's kind of like pushes us in America, like football, football, football. So maybe that's, maybe that's a part of it too. We kind of like see it more. And, you know, I even think about small things like, and before we get into a trade, like, you know, you look at these shows like ESPN and stuff. NFL Live, this show is, is all year round, 365 every day, even in the offseason. But we don't have the NBA shows all like that. You know what I mean? So, like, it's like little stuff like that that we're always seeing. So, I mean, I think that just, you know, it just hey, speaks to the popularity. I was going to say, yeah, you're right. And football is king. It speaks to the popularity. But obviously, we're going to get to our, our NFL preview in a minute and some of our bold predictions for this year. But, Trey, we got to talk about your boy, Braun. We can't we can't do can't do a pod not talk about your boy Braun. He showed up to Seattle. He did his thing in the pro am. So obviously we talked about this on the pod before. But Trey, what's your takeaway with Braun showing up to the Seattle pro am now? Now he's on his pro am run. Second, I see your boy Paolo kind of squashed the beef with Dejounte Murray. What's going on? What, what is what's your main takeaway from the game? Uh, I think it was just a cool experience for a lot of you know kids and young adults to go out and see NBA players, which is something they might not normally be able to do. Um, and I also think just because of the fervor and how excited they are, I think that Seattle deserves to have a team again. That's mm. just one of the key points I know I took away from it. But, you know, I'm, I'm more more or less just happy to see LeBron go out there and play uh, these kind of program runs because I think he's starting to realize, okay, I'm really at the twilight of my career. Like, I'm at the very, very end, but I still have a little bit of juice left. I didn't yep. play in the playoffs, so I still have a little bit of energy. So let me just go out here, out here and have a little fun in these four rounds because in a couple of years, I won't be able to do that anymore. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's it's cool for, you know, fans to go out and be able to see LeBron. And look, I think it's cool that it's setting the stage. I mean, now you didn't just get LeBron. I mean, you know, LeBron showed up. You know, Trey Jason Tatum showed up. You know what I'm saying? You got Isaiah Thomas, obviously, is from there. DeJounte Murray, Paolo is from there, but... Um, Tari Eason, who just got drafted, a lot of people don't know from LSU, he was there too. So you you didn't just get LeBron, you got a whole host of guys. And I think if LeBron, I don't know how many more prom games LeBron's gonna even play in because I think th- those are the two biggest ones, the Julie one and the Seattle one, right? I mean, I mean, yeah, the, I don't see him playing the two minute war after that. I mean, I know they got the Miami Pro League down here, you know, obviously Bam and Donovan Mitchell, those guys are playing in it. Josh played in it, John Moran's played in it before, so maybe he shows up to that one, but you know. If he starts showing up to another pro, I mean, you got to think. I mean, you're going to get more and more NBA stars going to want to go show up and play with them. It's going to turn it. I think it can turn into kind of like those Brickley runs and the Black Ops runs or whatever at a certain point. So 
I think that's kind of cool for it to show up. Now, did the gang get shut down? I don't really know what the whole situation yeah. that was. Okay, so-, so the gang got shut down. There was a lot of condensation on the um, floor. They said that um, Seattle had pretty much record high humidity. And uh, a lot of those marinas up north, they don't really have ACs or they don't have really good AC units, put it that way. Yeah. So uh, it just wasn't particularly ready for that kind of situation where you have about 3,000 people packed into the... Uh, <laughs> to try to see Braun, yeah. Yeah, to see Braun, you have them packing into that arena. Plus, the AC is not working that well. Yeah. And it's humid. So, yeah, just it was a dangerous court. That's a shame. And that's another thing, too, is because it's almost like LeBron has to do, like, what he did with the Drew League and just, like, announce that morning. Because, like, when he announced the day before... I was like, oh my gosh, that location is going to be crazy. Like, people trying to show up. It's like, they it's said almost like a waiting outside at 5.30 the other day, like 5.30 p.m. the day before. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, he announced it, because I remember I saw it on, like, Instagram, whatever. He announced it. I'm like, people are going to go from now. Like, they're going to actually go from now and camp out to make sure they see this guy in the arena, which is, I mean, great, but, I mean, I guess that's just one of the things that comes with it. So, you know, but... You know, I'm excited to see Brog out there. Now, what about Paolo, man? What's up with your boy you're squashing the beef? So, was it even real? Or did we just waste our time? Um, I think it was. I think it was kind of real, but I don't think it was a deep beef. And I think they both kind of looked in the mirror. I'm like, oh, this is kind of stupid. Let's squash this. Uh, we look kind of foolish. I think it was kind of one of those things. Now, I think they kind of really did have a little bit of animosity, but I don't really think it was that deep. Now, is it deep enough to? Are you still going to tune into when that Magic and Hawks game come on though? Yeah, but I mean that should be a good game either way. You had the up and coming Orlando Magic versus Trey Young, so I mean. Oh, so but oh, that's what I'm saying. You don't want to be. It's not for John anymore. You're just tuning in just to like watch the. Yeah, yeah, I'm just tuning. Yeah, but I wouldn't tune in for the beef. Like I don't really think that's anything anymore. It's not like Chat versus Kobe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. To be fair, I don't think there's a lot of. I don't think there's. Well, currently, I can only think of one NBA like rivalry that I would even want to see play. And I don't even know if this is – it's not even a real rivalry in that way. And I, I would want to just see, you know, Memphis and Golden State. That's I just, what I was thinking. <laughs> I just like that type of energy. But, like, even that even that is a little – I don't want to sound like, oh, but it's, it is a little on the friendly side. I mean, they, they kind of just tweet back and forth, and it's all really love. It's not like a real direct, like, hatred for each other, which I'm not championing for, championing for by the way, either. But that's just what it was before. So. Yeah, I mean, you don't really have any, like, if you just come to think about it, you don't have any, like, real rivalries. Yeah, I, I was going to say, maybe if KD and then Draymond didn't sit down and do that interview, maybe when whenever KD goes back to Golden State, but, you know, there's not even a lot of guys of that temperament anymore. But, look, I'm glad to see Braun on the pro. I miss a good time. But we got other pressing business. Let's get to some football. So, obviously, football is coming up. We wanted to give us our, give everybody our takes Um you know, for our NFL preview per se. So we do a little differently here on the podcast. So we're going to just go straight bowl prediction style, right? We're not going to bore you with who's going to win every division and who's going to win this. We're going to, who's going to win that. We just want to give you bowl prediction. So obviously our podcast is called interesting enough. So we're going to first give you one interesting bowl prediction. So that's basically something that we think is really, really good. And then something that you just had enough of, right? A player, a team that you think is going to have a poor year. Maybe you're just annoyed about hearing about them. So, Trey, I'm going to start with you first, with your first interesting bold prediction. Something that's out of left field that maybe not everybody would predict. So it could be kind of really out of left field, right? Could be, I, I would say out of left field, and if you want to do two, because I'll, I'll probably give you a player and even give you a team. It's up to you. You you kind of run with it. All right, let me get my first one. I don't think I think Tom Brady retires halfway through the season. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just... 
That was that's not even in the ballpark. You said left field. I I didn't even see that coming at all. No, the reason I say that is just because there's been a lot of rumors that Tom Brady really didn't want to be with Tampa Bay. Plus, he took this 11-day hiatus all of a sudden. Yeah. And there's been a lot of reports that he's been really grumpy and not like nice to get along with their practice. I kind of feel like Tom Brady is like, you know what? I really didn't want to be at this team. I played for 20-plus years. I'm kind of tired. I think he's going to get banged up because the offensive line is going through a lot of injuries right now with Tampa Bay. I think he's going to get hit one too many times, and they're not going to be doing that well. And I think he's just going to take a step back and be like, you know what? I'm done. Wow. You think he's going to the middle I think of the year? A, I think it's a 5% chance it happens, but that's just my bold prediction. That's the it's one a bold I'm prediction. With. It's a bold prediction. I mean, because the middle of the year part is the part that gets me. I can totally see that stuff happening in training. I could even see it happening at this point in training camp. He was just like, look, before the season even starts, I'm not going to waste y'all time. My head's not even all the way in it. And then one thing we know about Tom Brady, he's like the ultimate professional, right? So, like, when he's in, he's all in. Like, he's like a fierce competitor. And, yeah, I mean, there has been some rumors about, you know, potentially somebody in his family, his mom maybe be battling an illness or something like that. That's why he had been gone. Um, But, look, like you said, Trey, there was rumors about him and Bruce Arians, right? And we thought that may be the situation why he – well, we we well, let's be honest. We came to know why he really was doing his retirement in the first place, and that yeah. has a lot to do with the Dolphins, as it does the Buccaneers. But <laughs> I will say, I you know there were some rumors that you know him and Bruce Arians, which we from all accounts we knew had a pretty good relationship, just was a little strained, and they kind of wanted to move on in a different direction. Um, so we know that too. But I like that bold prediction. If we're gonna be bold, that's bold. You know what I mean? Like, let's get to it. Like, I like that bold prediction. I I can't even really beat that. I was going to go with something a little bit more simple, but you know, I have, you know, I, I get confused. I got kind of two of them and, and you know, mine is kind of bold because it relates to the same division. I got the Carolina Panthers winning that division. I got the Carolina Panthers winning the division and I, Who's and the quarterback? It, it doesn't matter. It, that Here's my thing. Here's my, and here's, and I'm gonna make my case. You know, I've been a Baker Mayfield stand. And I'm, I'm not standing for a lot of the way he acts and stuff like that, but I do think he's a better football player than he's given credit for. And I remember, you remember last year, Trey, if you remember, walk back with me here. Remember that team started off 3-0 before they had some injuries with Christian McCaffrey and Sam Darnold. And I know 3-0 yeah. isn't really like a big deal or anything like that, but like they were a good team and they had a good defense. And that still remains the same. I'm a big fan of Robbie Anderson. He's from the crib. So I like the type of pieces they got, you know, as a DJ Moore and stuff like that. If McCaffrey stays healthy with those weapons, they got a lot of speed. Like, people talk about the Dolphins' speed. When you look up, you got Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, and Robbie Anderson. That's speed, baby. Like, that's speed all over the place. And I think Baker Mayfield, Trey, we talk about this all the time. He's motivated, right? So if he's going to play his best football, it's going to be now. He's pissed. Why not play his best football? And when you're in a division with – I'm with you kind of with Tampa. I think even if Tom Brady plays, I think with the injuries and a lot what they got going on, they're going to have to take a step back. We know the Falcons are going to be a bottom feeder this year. They got to figure out what they're doing. When you come into the year with Marcus Mariota starting that quarterback, we know what time this is, right? And then the Saints, Jameis is coming off the injury. I think they'll still be a good team because they're the Saints, but you're also dealing with a new era with no more Sean Payton. So everybody's kind of in flux here. And I think the Panthers, this is an opportunity. And look, last thing, Trey, before I get your thoughts on it, we know what the NFL is. And we know that half the teams that made the playoffs the previous year are probably not. Oh, the Bengals will not be making the playoffs. That's my another bold prediction. You got the Bengals missing it? I don't think – man, I think the Bengals caught lightning in a bottle. Like, I think they're the definition of it, yes. So, that that segues to – and I'll just – we're all blended at this point. 
my my uh, enough was going to be Joe Burrow. I thought Joe Burrow is going to take a step back this year. Not that he's not a great player or anything like that. I just think that the hype is too much at this point. And I think – I just think that they're still going to struggle enough on the offensive line that I don't even know if he can stay healthy for the full season. And I just think that teams are going to be able to do a better job of game planning against him. And they're still going to put up numbers, but I don't know if it's going to lead to Joe Burrow having some like this next step to the MVP caliber year. You know, I feel that same way about another quarterback. Who's that? Josh Allen. And you know, he's one of my favorite players. No, not Josh Allen. But I feel like I just been hearing it all summer. I'm like, where's all this hype really coming from? Because I'm like, he's not like Patrick Mahomes that's been in multiple Super Bowls. He's not like Lamar Jackson that's won an MVP. I'm like, I'm like, okay, he's good. He's showing signs of improvement. But, like, where is all this hype coming from? Like, even Joe Burrow, his counter, I mean, somebody that's a little younger than him, has already been to the Super Bowl all about. Alibi was his second year. You know, like you say, they caught lightning in the bottle. But, yeah, I can understand that if you had that kind of same feelings behind Joe Burrow. But, like, Josh Allen, I'm like, man, hey, we we know how he can get sometimes. Like, he can come out there. He can fumble a couple of times, throw a couple of interceptions early on in the season. And they can mm-hmm. start off, you know, two and two. Yeah, and he, and Josh Allen too. If you can get to him and get and get him hit a couple times, I mean, it's a different it's a different player too. Now he's got the escapability, but man, yeah. that's 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 wow. That's I mean, and I'm not saying I, I don't think I think he's gonna yeah. have a good year, but I just don't think he's gonna live up to the expectations. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I think he's gonna be bad. I just don't think he's gonna live up to the expectations. And how confident are you are in that? Because this is still a bold prediction, let's be fair. So, like, if it goes the other way, it's not like you're going to be surprised, like, if he just ends up having another elite year, right? If he had a year like last year, that, but I wouldn't be surprised if he had a year like last year, but that's not what people are saying. People are talking about him, like, being an MVP favorite. Yeah. Yeah, that's what people are and talking I, about. And I'd be really surprised if he played that well. Wow. Wow, that's interesting. Especially you, that's your guy. So, that, that that's really interesting. I. You know what? I'll, I'll go with, you know, since we're on the, the topic of, you know, I'll wait for the MVP talk because I, I have a guy that's that's for that. But I'm going to go to my tray team I've just had enough of, and I, I think that they're going to take a step back this year. Now, I was between two teams, but I'm going to ultimately, with cooler heads prevailing, I'm going to go with the 49ers. I don't even know if that's really that bold. I just think that Kyle Shanahan always finds a way to – avoid issues even with the quarterback position. You know what I'm saying? And even whatever they've got going on, they can find a way. I think they take a step back this year. I think that division is too good. I think that they don't I think that they don't make the playoffs. Even if Trey Lance plays well, I think they don't yeah. make because you know, they're gonna make the, the playoffs? Division, no, the, the, there's no way they make the because the Rams were a team I was thinking, okay, are they gonna take a step back? But they're just way too talented to even if they regress, even if the Cardinals just win the division, the Rams I think will find a way to get it. Even if it's a wild card spot. With two or three walk-off spots at this point, they'll get in. The Cardinals, I think Colin Murray's going to have a big year this year. And I think they're finally going to get over the hump. Well, I shouldn't even say get over the hump. They made the playoffs last year, too. So it's not like I think that they're going to continue on that trajectory. And then they just really leave you a lot of room left. I mean, Seattle's going to take a step back, obviously. But I look at the rest of the NFC, and I'm looking at teams like the Vikings. I think they're going to make the, a team that didn't make it last year is going to make it. You know what I mean? I look at a team like the Eagles. I think they'll get in again. And then, like I said, if I just told you the Panthers, I still think the Bucs can find a way to get in the playoffs with Tom Brady. It's like there's not a lot of spots left. And look, I'm going to be honest. I've been watching Hard Knocks, Trey. 
I'm I, I'm drinking the, the Detroit Lions Kool Aid a little bit. Oh uh-huh, boy, go go home. A, a little, I'm like I'm drinking a little bit, like a little bit. I'm drinking. I'm not saying they're gonna do anything crazy, but like, I think they could like you could look up. In Who's the back quarterback half, again? Jared Goff. Okay. <laughs> I think you could look up the last half of the year, and you they they could be fighting for a wild card spot. I think that's fair. Like I think they actually fair. Like I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe Hard Knocks has just been really good. But it is. I, it, first of all, Hard Knocks is kind of fire. But like I, I just I don't know. I saw Jamal Williams at that you know crying, and I I got a little emotional. I just thought I thought maybe they got a chance, but they're not even on my bold prediction. But I think I just think the 49ers don't make the playoffs this year. I think eventually they got to take a step back. And look, all the things that we hear about Trey Lance Trey is that he he's not ready. That's all the things. Yeah, we that's hear. all the words that are coming out. That's kind of that's kind of concerning me a little bit. And I and here's the thing. I think Trey Lance is a baller, so I think eventually he'll get it towards the back half of the year and start to play better. But it just may be too late at that point. Like I'm not saying they're going to be the worst team in the NFL. They're just not going to make the playoffs. That's my that's my that's my take. That's my take on it. That's my. But then I want to give I want to give my MVP take. Okay, yeah, go for it. Yeah, because I got one. You go go ahead. You already know where I'm going. I don't. Uh, okay, Lamar Jackson. Period. I didn't know you were going. I didn't know you were going Lamar. I didn't know you were going. Lamar. I thought maybe, but I was like, if he didn't pick Josh Allen, he's got to go with Lamar. No, and that's the no, only no, two no. guys he talks about. Hey, yeah, I think he having a bounce back year. They they trying him. He's not getting the contract that he wants. I think he's gonna come motivated, as you said about Baker Mayfield. He got then, bigger, stronger. He got bigger, stronger. But then again, like I said, he just doesn't have a lot of wide out options. I know. I mean, I know he has Andrews at tight end position. No, I, but I don't. I think Rashad Bateman could be a breakout star, Trey. See, but we need to see him because last year he was injured like halfway yeah. through the season, and then he came out and he showed a little bit, a few signs here and there, but he really didn't do much. You know what I mean? But but yeah, but now he'll be the number one though. So he'll get he the will targets. be the number one. So we'll, we'll, you're right, but we do have to just see it. That's fair. We have to just see it. But I think I think he's just going to get a yard ground and you know, in the air because last year. Be told, you know, I think at one point he's probably leading to be the MVP. Then the team just had so many injuries that it just became surmountable and they started finally losing. So I'm, I'm going Lamar. I think this is his year. All right, Trey. So you got Lamar Jackson. That's your boy. I'm surprised you're not picking boy Josh Allen, but my dark horse MVP before I actually get to the real MVP is Jalen Hurts. You know, that's my boy. That's the guy I think is underrated in the league. I I'm happy that's your dark horse. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my dark horse. That's my dark horse. So that's my guy. You know what I'm saying? I think that he's going to build on the year that he had with the Eagles last year. And I think he's going to finally put to bed that he can be their guy of the future. I think he's their actual guy of the future, period. And I think they may even win the division. I think they won. The, I don't know. If they, no, they didn't win the division last year. But I think they actually could win the division this year. I think with A.J. Brown and the weapons and Devontae Smith, I think he's going to have a big year. But that's my dark horse. That's my dark horse bold prediction. I don't think he's actually going to win it, but that's my guy. I hope he does. My real pick, Trey. I'm sorry, it's Josh Allen. I know. I'm, I know. I'm like everybody else. It's, re- it's really Josh Allen because everything is set up for him to win the MVP. He's in probably the one of the weaker divisions in the league in, for the most part, right? In the AFC East, we already know he's got the proven track record. We, everybody's putting him in this elite top tier class. Top tier class. If he all he has to do is just have a really good year. He doesn't even have to have this like incredible record setting year he just has to have a really really good year and the bills are going to win 12 13 games and you're going to look up they're going to be a number one seed how could he not be the mvp that's my that's my only thing it's going to be he's going to win it because how could you not give it to him 
that, that's think, my whole thing. And I think his uh, chemistry with Stefan Diggs is only going to improve. So I think his passing mm, numbers should yep. get a little bit better. So you, I mean, there's a possibility, even though I think he's not going to meet the expectation that people have set for him. I think there's still he's still going to be just as good as he, as he was last year. So yeah, there's a real possibility that he can win MVP. So I, I'm going to go him, and then I, I think Russell Wilson's got a chance to get at least some MVP votes this year if the if the Broncos just play well. I don't think he's going to win it, but for him to not ever get MVP votes in his entire career is wild to me. So that, that's my other guy that I just wanted to throw in there. But look, man, I can't wait for the year to start. Trey, before we get out of here, any I, I we didn't put any Super Bowl predictions on anything. Anybody out of the ordinary is going to be the same top-tier teams we think battling for the, to get to the bowl. Anybody that's going to come out of nowhere? Um, it's not like last year where the Rams really just came out as the uh, heavy favorites, you know, out of the preseason. I don't really think it's really it is a favorite this year. I think the uh, field is kind of open, and I think it's just kind of a wait and see. I, I'll go my bold prediction that a team from the AFC West is not going to make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, <and because laughs> how stacked the division is, I'm like I'm just going to be like, somehow, some way, it's going to end up being the Ravens or somebody like that or the Bills or something who get there, so... But look, man, I can't wait for the year to start. But I want to thank everyone for joining us once again. Obviously, like and subscribe. We can't thank you enough for continuing to listen to our content and giving us feedback and all the support. Um, tune in. We're here every week. we got a college football coming up next week. We'll give you that preview. Obviously, we'll keep up to date with the NBA news as well as pop culture news. We didn't forget about some music. we got a lot going on. Check us out, man. Click our link. See what we're about. Um, and I'll swing it to you, Trey. Uh, again, thank you everybody for the support. Please like and subscribe. I hope everybody has a great week. Peace. Peace.